Hello and welcome to the Faith and Family Matters podcast, where we talk about issues that strengthen our faith and build stronger family connections. Please join us for today's podcast with our host, William Hemphill II, Pastoral Counselor. want to talk to you today for a couple minutes on the importance of commitment in a relationship. Importance of commitment in relationship. Was asking somebody a few weeks ago, they had been married for, I think, 50 plus years and was talking to them, having some good conversation. I asked, how did you stay together for 50 plus years? How did you stay together for 50 plus years? The response of the person was this. We just decided we were going to do it. Divorce wasn't an option for us. So in other words, they said when they made that decision, went to take their vows till death do us part, we're going to stay together. They said that divorce was never on the table. And I thought about that, you know, more and more as a secret to commitment. You decide you're going to stay together no matter the process. So just sharing some thoughts about commitment. The first thing I think about in working with people and talking about commitment as a pastoral counselor is the vows we make. Most of us do things, we come before the pastor or the judge and we talk about we're going to love each other for better or worse, richer or poorer, in sickness and health, as both as long as we shall live. One partner says, I do to that. Then the other partner says, I do. And then the ceremony concludes and we are married. Have you ever thought about what that means. I'll be honest, because as a young person, when I got married, I thought about it, but I didn't really think about it. 25 years later, I understand it in greater detail. I understand a little more of what it means to travel down that road. I understand some of the joys and some of the pains and heartaches that married couples experience because 25 years later, I've experienced both the highs and the lows. So we talk about those vows that we make and we say till death do us part. What we're saying is until death do us part. So that means if someone gets laid off from the job and you have to downsize or leave the house and move to an apartment, I'm going to be with you to death do us part. That means that if my partner gets cancer or starts dealing with health problems, I'm going to be with you till death do us part. 
That means going through the chemo treatments. That means paying the bills. That means finding the sitters to care for. That might mean changing them when they mess on themselves. That might mean feeding them when they can't feed themselves. Till death do us part. That means I'm going to stay with you as you build this business, even though sometimes you might work late nights or be away on weekends, because I'm committed to being with you and walking in partnership and life with you till death do us part. That means when my kids get strung out on drugs and we have disagreements about how to parent the kid, you see one thing, I see one thing, we're going to figure out how to work it out because we're staying till death do us part. In other words, we're being committed no matter the circumstances. I see plenty of couples who come to my counseling office. In a lot of cases, one or the other or both of them have had affairs outside of the relationship. Till death do us part means, okay, you messed up, I messed up, we messed up together. We're going to figure out how to work this thing out. Why is it important to understand that till death do us apart? Why is commitment so important? Because we live in a society where it's so easy to run away. I like to say it's so easy to run away to make the choice to leave. As a matter of fact, I heard someone say one time part of the courting process we do in America where we have boyfriend or girlfriends or we have significant others or we have friends with benefits or whatever type relationship we want to name. Part of our courting process teaches us how to break up with one another. In other words, it doesn't teach commitment very well. So even when we make those marriage vows, when it gets a little difficult, it's easier for one or the other partner to say, you know what, I'm out of here. I didn't commit to be with you when the money was a little low. You know what, you, I, I liked you when you had the Coke bottle shape. That's what us old heads call it. But now that the shape is not the same, I didn't commit to being with that. So I'm out of here. We live in a culture where it's so easy to break apart. And because of that, we create insecurities in relationships and miss the blessings of commitment. It's easy to run away when things get difficult. It's hard to stay together and figure out how to work it out. And what commitment is basically saying is we're going to stay together and figure out how to work these things out. We're going to live through the joys and through the rough times. Here's the thing. Commitment forces us into finding an agreement on how we're going to live together. Commitment, we're saying we're not going to get divorced, it forces us into finding an agreement on how we're going to live together. In other words, it makes us come to the table. 
okay, you think you should be able to go out and see other people. I don't like the fact that you go out and see other people. How are we going to work this out? Okay, you had a job that made X amount of money and now you want to change careers and go in social service and you're going to make this amount of money. I don't like the income change. How are we going to work this out together? You know, I feel like I should shower my kids and give them whatever they want. I feel like our kids should be independent. How are we going to work this out? It forces us to come to the table and negotiate over difficult circumstances. And part of that negotiation comes in the ability for us to listen to understand the other. I almost want to call it empathic listening. In other words, I listen with empathy trying to understand my partner to see what needs need to be met. That's an important part of being committed. Commitment also means that we have invested something in it. That's why I personally like it when people decide to get married instead of saying, I'm just going to live together or I'm just going to see you sometimes. Because when you define the commitment, you define the investment in the relationship. And when I'm saying I'm going to be married to you, it's a whole lot harder to get out of it. Because when I'm married to you, my love goes into it. My soul goes into it. My finances go into it. My energy goes into it. When I make decisions, I have to think about how it affects my partner. When I'm married, I do things that I might not do if I was just a roommate or just single. You know, if I was just a roommate and I'm living together with someone and a job opportunity shows up in Washington, D.C. or Maine, I can just say, you know what, honey, I'm leaving to go do this. If you want to be with me, you're coming with me. When I'm married, I have to sit there and say, okay, how does this affect us? How does this affect our kids? Will they still be in good school districts or not? Uh, I may be able to go up here and get employed, but can you get employed when we come up here? Or do you want to stay at home? Uh, what does that mean to move away from my relatives or your relatives? In other words, commitment considers the other, not just ourselves. And all successful marriages that I have seen, people have made commitments or sacrifices in order for them to be together. What kind of sacrifices have you made to be with your spouse? What kind of tough things have you walked through to be with their spouse? Or what kind of things are you doing now to sustain your marriage? Especially if it's going tough. 
these are the questions I feel that we should ask ourselves if we want to be successful and have marriages that last 10, 20, 30, 40, 50, 60. And I think the highest one I've ever seen has been almost 80 years. Imagine that, 80 years of marriage. That means they got married real early, like when they were teenagers, and they had to go through some stuff, and now they real old, close to 100. That's some serious stuff. The common thread in any marriage that lasts a long time is two people who have decided that they're going to commit to each other come hell or high water or come heaven or low water. Two people who said, we're going to stick this thing out and we're going to figure out how to work it out. The blessing in doing that is there is a level of security and trust knowing that someone's going to be there and they're working to have your back. And we're going to live this thing out together. As I get ready to close, I think about some of those older couples that I've seen over the years. You know what's so cool about it? I'd sit there as a chaplain, talking to them. You could just see the looks on their faces. as a hospice chaplain, when they start sharing memories, you can see the joy on their faces. Sometimes you can see the little disappointment or disgust when one partner says something or does the other thing and they get, kind of give that look. You know what that look is if you're married. <laughs> but there's a level of contentment that says, we've made it through. We've lived this life together. And we've blessed each other in a lot of ways through it. So those are my thoughts that I just want to share today on the importance of commitment in a marriage relationship. Please feel free as you hear this or take a listen or look at it if you're on Facebook to just leave some comments, leave some thoughts, leave some questions. Thank you very much for taking the time to listen today. Hope it blesses you. Until the next time, take care. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining us for today's podcast. We hope that the show has been a blessing to you. If you would like more information on personal counseling, couples counseling, adoptive family counseling, or other products and services, please go to fefeonline.org. For questions about the show, please email us at faithandfamilymatterspodcast at gmail.com. 